All right, Tuesday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just a couple of things off of the uh, pregame there. I, I should resist talking about the pregame and just get to the main show here, but I just can't do it. With all those lies that you're seeing, I, I know that a lot of you have to wonder, how can anybody walk up to a podium, you know, a podium like this? How do you just walk up to a podium and just seamlessly boldface like, like Kareem Jean-Pierre does, like Joe Biden does, like most of the Democratic Party and many rhino Republicans, just come up and boldface lie something is safe and effective, um, the economy is booming, prices are going down, uh, inflation is going down. And just something everybody needs to understand about inflation is that just because inflation is going down, which it's not, so everything's a lie, doesn't mean prices are going down because the prices are already inflated. So if, in price, if, if prices were inflated last year 10%, and inflation is only 4% this year, how far are prices actually inflated? 14%. So prices are not going down because inflation rates have gone down because unless prices actually go down, they've obviously not gone down. So, I mean, prices actually never go down. They, don't, they talk about inflation rates going down. but price, and, they, and again, it's, it's government statistics. It's you know, what you see out of Washington when they say that they're cutting spending. They're never actually cutting spending. They're cutting the rate of spending. So spending used to be increasing at 17%. Don't worry, we've cut it down to 16.8%, and they call it a rate cut or a spending cut. It's the same thing with inflation, where they say that prices are going down. Prices are going down in accordance to inflation, inflated prices. So last year they were inflated 16%, and this year they're only inflated 10%, but they're actually inflated off of the 16%. Is that making sense, Aaron? Yeah, yep. That's the thing. So if it went up 16%, and this year it's only gone up 10%, on top of the 16%, they'll tell you that prices are going down. It's bold-faced lies. So when you hear Joe Biden say, this was the fourth cheapest Potatoes, Thanksgiving in pie, history. Cake. Fourth cheapest Thanksgiving in history, right up, you know, right before we showed you this video. So here, here's the video from Fox News from, the, from Faulkner Focus. Actually, it's not remotely true. Turkey's up 31%. How is it the fourth cheapest uh, Thanksgiving in history? Which, by the way, last year was the most expensive Thanksgiving in history. And off of last year, it's gone up 31%. If you just look <laughs> at Turkey alone. And then Biden has the audacity and the lack of human dignity, the lack of any sort of being a anything but a disingenuous human being being, you know, just being su such a dishonest human being, having no human dignity, having no self-respect whatsoever, will go up to a podium and actually say, this is the fourth cheapest uh, Thanksgiving in the history of America. <laughs> Turkey's up 31%, bread's up 26%, potatoes up 14%, pies are up 31%, and I don't know what the last one is, some sort of pies, cakes, or something, up 23.8%. Got some other ones here. From uh, Jesse Waters, beef is up 30%. Milk is up uh, 20%. Chicken is up 30%. Oil is up 50%. Iron is up 50%. And Joe Biden has the audacity. And Kareem Jean-Pierre, the same. Imagine, imagine being Kareem Jean-Pierre. Somebody, again, so devoid of self-respect and human dignity that you will go up and read a sheet that you know are bullfaced lies. I doubt Kareem Jean-Pierre shops for herself because she's a bourgeois leftist elitist who's never hold, held a real job in her life, just like Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been a senator since he's 28 years old. So he's never held a real job in his life, either as a son hunter. So she, I doubt she shops herself, but she knows full well. And that's why she was, if you notice these people, 
And you have to have, well, you don't have to have interviewed people. You can just tell them people are lying. But if you're someone like me who has interviewed or slashed, interrogated people, law enforcement 25 years, 1992 to 2017, if you've interviewed a lot of people in your life, you know when they're bullface lying. You know when they're actually pausing and looking for answers. Even psychological cues, looking to the left, looking to the right. I can't remember which one's which now. But she sits there and she pauses and she and she. And, and, and she tries to stall for answers, she tries to vape, vape for answers, like, you know, and she's flipping through her pages, frantically looking through her laminated pages, <laughs> looking for answers, because Ducey says to her, do you honestly believe that people are going home in their Thanksgiving dinner and saying to one another, boy, this is the fourth cheapest uh, uh, Thanksgiving in the history of America. <laughs> this is great. Certainly wasn't what we said in our house. I can't remember. What did our turkey cost, Hope? Do you remember? Yeah. And what did it used to cost? Yeah, so we've gone from like the turkey went from twenty to forty bucks, basically twenty to thirty something bucks, whatever it was. Other people paid far more. We getting we have a lot cheaper because it's free Florida. But you imagine being Kareem Jean Pierre and just reading off of laminated talking points that you know are bold faced lies. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, again, people want to be successful. People want to cr- climb corporate ladders, climb political ladders, cl- cr- uh, climb political party ladders, whatever it may be. But if you have to lie to do it, I mean, you're going to sell your soul to do that. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Out of Mark chapter 8. I mean, imagine just being so devoid of self-respect and human dignity that you're willing to just read talking point, bold-faced freaking lies to the American people. Just just imagine that. I would never, if I had to lie to keep this church, I wouldn't do it. If I had to lie to keep friendships, I wouldn't do it. If I had to lie to be successful, I wouldn't do it. And just imagine, I mean, you're just such a whore. You're just such a prostitute when all that you'll do is just read bold-faced lies. And there's not a whole lot. And listen, it's the same thing with people who wore masks, pimped and whored vaccines. You didn't know whether it was true or not. You just did it because you were afraid of the consequences of not doing it. You're a coward. You're just, you lack all self-respect. And it just, it just amazes me how people will go up. Turkey's up 31%. Bread's up 26%. Potatoes up 15%. Beef up 30%. Milk up 20%. Chicken up 30%. And this on daily expenditures. Oil's up 50%. And you will actually go up and read. I mean, because this is the quintessential. If you're going to have a Hitler, you got to have a Goebbels. Gaslit, gaslit propaganda. Where you're just going up and reading talking points. Regurgitated stenographer uh, talking points to people over and over and over again, hoping that it will somehow magically transform into some sort of believed or conceived truth. And I mean, it's just truly amazing to me that people will whore themselves to that level. Really well, I didn't mean to go off that long on the pregame, but just did. So I have some miscellaneous stuff that I want to get to tonight. Before I get to some chunk, some stuff on a uh, big chunk on, uh, on vaccines and maybe the border, if I get to, I'm hoping to get to both. The odds of that, as usual, are not good. But let me just show you this because you can just side-by-side this video, Aaron, whenever you can. It's a Dr. Eli David video. This is Greta Thunberg. And notice what flag she's wearing, uh, carrying here. So you have Greta Thunberg. I just wanted to show you this. Just roll it over and over again or just bring it back to the front and show it over and over again so we can see Greta. I just showed this video. I just wanted to show you this video to prove my point that really everything comes down to one agenda. It really is just one agenda. Life is actually... Very simple, especially right now. It is the book of Revelation percolating and trying to unfold 
right before your very eyes. There's one agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by globalist leftists. Now, what is Greta, uh, uh, Greta Thunberg? She's just a globalist leftist elitist shill. That's all that she is. Just a tool girl. That's what I mean. Basically just a political uh, uh, prostitute for the globalist left. But I wanted to just show you now, you know, and again, I know there's alleged right-wingers that for some reason have taken up Palestine. I mean, and I want to just show this. I want this video. Hopefully forward this to all the, you know, like there's various different ones out there that I used to just love like Pelham and, and, and others. Now, I used to show their videos all the time, but so they're so anti-Israel, I can't do it. They're so pro-Hamas, I can't do it. They're pro-Hamas under the guise of being pro-Palestinian. But just, here's your ally right here. All you, all you conservatives that you think that this entire Hamas invasion of Israel was some sort of psyop, which again, there could be some psyop behind it, but you still have to destroy Hamas. This is now who your new allies are, Greta Thunberg. Yep. So you've taken up the same flag as Greta Thunberg. Now, people will say, well, Tom, your ally would be Joe Biden because Joe Biden is wanting to destroy him. No, no, no. Joe Biden is espousing what you're espousing. You're wanting the ceasefire. That's what Joe Biden is espousing, which, by the way, I guess there's some sort of tacit ceasefire going on for, for release of hostages. We have some hostages being released. You can bring it back to me. That's good. I just wanted you to see that's all one agenda. But no, the people who are espousing the Biden agenda are the ones who are espousing a free Palestine a two-state solution, which they're offered five times and turned it down because they don't want a free state solution. They want from the river to the sea. They want Palestine to be free, which means the destruction of Israel. So the, per the people that are actually espousing your agenda, and I'm speaking to right-wingers right now, people like Jake Shields, Pelham, people that used to be right on the money when it came to COVID, right on the freaking Dr. Anastasia Maria Lopez, on the money when it came to COVID, for some reason, have taken up the Palestinian cause. And you think, well, you know what, Tom, you're, you're for Joe Biden because Joe Biden wants Israel to destroy Hamas. Then why is he do donating billions of dollars to the financier of Hamas? Right. Why is he calling for the ceasefire and the Gaza Strip? You're, he's, calling for, he's doing the exact same thing you're advocating for. You're like, Tom, why are you attacking conservatives? Because it's the same reason that you deal with the house of God first, not that conservatives and the house of God are simultaneous or the same thing. But you, you, judgment begins in the house of God. Judgment begins in, in your own house. And conservatives that are advocating Palestinian, uh, you know, the, the Palestinian state, uh, two-state solution, ceasefire, thinking that, that it's actually equal between you know, Israel's an equal cr uh, criminal to Hamas, come on. I mean, it's just, I mean, when was the last time the IDF raped anybody? When was the last time the IDF took hostages? When, when was the last time the IDF raided a civilian uh, music uh, concert, music festival? Right. When, when did that happen? When they lop off press, when they lop off heads, they haven't done any of those things. You can say, yeah, what's well, Mossad behind this Hamas attack? Was the CIA behind it? Was the Biden administration state behind it? State Department behind it? They could have been behind it, but Hamas still carried out the attack. So Hamas needs to be dealt with. And the people in Palestine, the people in what's called Palestine, which really there's there is no such thing. Free Palestine means to free oblivion because there is no Palestinian state. Again, they were offered the two-state solution five times and turned it down because they don't want a two-state solution. It's just like when you deal with an abortionist. And they say, well, what about all the rape victims? Okay, rape was 0.01% of all abortions. So you know what? We'll, we'll, sign a we'll sign a deal with the devil, 
and we'll give you your abortions for rape victims only that have a police report that they were raped. No, 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 they won't do it. I thought the only reason why you wanted it was for rape, rape, rape and incest victims. But I give you your solution, but that's, see, that's not what they really want. They want abortion on demand. They want you to be able to abort kids in the womb, in the birth canal, and outside the womb. That's what they really want because they're actually eugenists. They actually hate, the, hate humanity and want to lower the Earth's population. So anyway, so I just wanted to put that out there. Greta Thunberg carrying the Palestinian flag. Congratulations to all the conservative pundits, the ones that I named and all the other ones that have decided to take up the Palestinian cause inexplicably, take up the Palestinian cause. Well, you know, by the one last thing on that is you just look at all the videos. You look at all the quote-unquote innocent Palestinians rejoicing in the streets where you have a butchered, raped woman in the back of a pickup truck and rejoicing in the streets, you know, crying out in great joy, Alayo Akbar, when they, got the, when they got the missiles flying over into Israel, just shouting for joy. These are the innocent Palestinians. They're not innocent. They voted in Hamas. They got what they deserved. All right, let's go on to the next one. Just miscellaneous stuff right here. Just on the Greta Thunberg vein. The you know, Greta Thunberg climate hoax. Again, what, all of this is one agenda, leverage you into one world commerce system uh, with a single access point controlled by them. Single access point, I mean, there's only one way to access all goods and services. That's what they want. One way to access. Why they want you to have a, a, an EV. They want you to have an electric car. So they have a singular fueling point. Access, they want to have a singular access point controlled by them. A singular access point where you have to have a mark on your right hand or on your forehead. Start off as a QR code on your phone or your device. Start off as that. That's the, that's the skid greaser for the mark of the beast that will end up on people's foreheads or on their right hands. That's going to happen. It's not right-wing ideology. That's not right-wing conspiracy theory. That's called the Word of God in Revelation chapter 13. 16, 17, and 18. Please read it for yourself. But it's a one-world agenda. Now, this, this, this agenda to leverage you into a one-world commerce system, I know the 563 that are watching right now, switch to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform. The 563 that are watching, you know what I'm about to say right now if you watch this podcast regularly. It's to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. But there are many tactics to, you, to leverage you. One of those tactics is the climate change hoax, as if climate change, CO2, is an existential threat to your life. And again, I bring this point up to you. When was the last time you knew of anybody who died of CO2? Please, I mean, Aaron, send me a list, pull it up, and he'll find it. If there's anything, you know, if there's anything out there, people dying of CO2. Now you have Joy Bayard, the people on The View, uh, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Klaus Schwab, Tony Blair, numerous other people saying, Mass migration is because of climate change, you know, because people can no longer live in the climates that they're migrating from. Give me the one climate. So we have many people immigrating from, let's say, Ecuador, Paraguay, Venezuela. How are those here in America, obviously Mexico, and of course 141 other countries. We have numerous people immigrating here somehow miraculously from China. That's amazing. Thousands of people crossing the southern border uh, that are military-aged men from China. That's weird. And numerous Eastern European countries. And I just name one. So you, let's, let's name some Eastern European countries. You got Ukraine. We have a lot of Ukrainians crossing the southern border illegally. Um, Kosovo, Bosnia, Hungary, Poland. I mean, let's, I mean just name, name me one. Name me one country that is now inhabitable because of climate change. I mean, just give me one. I'll take one. Is Jamaica now inhabitable? <laughs> we have a lot of Haitians coming. Is it because Haitia, uh, Haiti is now inhabitable because of climate change? Is it now a giant ice cube? <laughs> is Haiti a giant ice cube? Has their temperatures even gone down on average one or two degrees ever? Go, Aaron. 
I was just going to ask, do you know if we have people coming from Guam? Because, you well, know, that could tilt over, though. Yeah, because Hank Johnson Hank says Johnson, it's going right. to capsize. It could capsize. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if they had enough ice built up <laughs> in Guam, according to still present Congressman Hank Johnson. <laughs> I mean, you're like, Tom, get over it. This video is years old. I know it's years old. It's so good. But still, <laughs> Hank Johnson asked a member of the Navy, a, serv- a, a, service, a high-ranking serviceman in the Navy, an admiral or somewhere along those lines, if, if, if we could, if, if it was possible that if we stationed enough military equipment on Guam that it could capsize. <laughs> he actually asked that question. And that guy sat there and just stunned oblivion. <laughs> Didn't even know how to answer that question. Those are the people running the country. But I just yeah. wanted to show you this. So they use climate change to leverage you into a one-world commerce system where you where they control all food, fuel, everything else. I mean, they, the, what they want is they don't, they're not concerned about CO2 emissions going into the air. They're, they're concerned about controlling what you do. They don't care about CO2 emissions. They don't care about a viral infection. They don't care about transgender people not committing suicide. They just use all of those tactics to leverage you into a system where they control all of your behaviors, where they decide whether or not you can access goods and services. That's what it's all about. You see it with banking. You see it with numerous other institutions do the same thing. It's what DEI is about. It's what ESG is about. Here we have, sorry, ESG, zero hedge tweet. Obscure coal stock up 2,900% is world's best 2023 IPO. So none of it's working, by the way. It's not working. I, I, I have, there, just so everybody knows, we're on the cusp. And when I say we, I mean those of us on the globalist right. We're not globalists, but those of us on the global right, fighting the globalist left. We're about to win. We've already won an election in Brazil. We're about to win. Was it Argentina? Or Argentina. Brazil? Argentina. Yeah, yeah. We just won an election in Argentina. We're, we're, we're about to win one. Mark Rutt is about to get rutted out <laughs> as the prime minister uh, of, uh, of the Netherlands. So we are winning. And here's another win. Man, you have companies like Ford who have lost $4 billion on EVs. $4 billion they've lost. Why? Because nobody's buying them. Why are we not buying them? Number one, they're way too expensive. But number two, why would you ever want an electric car? I mean, where are you going to fuel that thing up? And again, that's all about controlling you. If they can shut down the gas stations and the only place for you to fuel up is at their, you have the Biden administration that's legislating fueling, electric fueling depots, which are run by diesel motors, <laughs> electric fueling de- uh, depots around the country. And they want, you to, they want you to rewire your house so you can fuel up your car, your house. Well, who can then shut those things down? They can. They can't shut down gas stations. They can't shut down all your choices when it comes to gas stations. Way, way too many, way too many owners. Why they want, their own, want there to be only six banks in the United States? Because then they can control six banks. If they can control how you fuel your vehicle, they control your life. They control whether you have a job, whether you get to the job, whether you can provide for your family, whether you can go to the grocery store or anywhere else. They control it. So if they control your behavior, if they control uh, what you can buy, sell, trade, or travel, then they can control your behavior. If they can control your access to all goods and services, then they can manipulate and leverage, i.e., leverage you into a one-world commerce system. They can leverage you into compliance. That's all the COVID was about. That's all that COVID-19 was about, was to get to the vaccine passport. It's nothing to do with stopping a viral viral infection, i.e., the reason why the vaccine didn't do what? Stop a viral infection. It didn't stop. It didn't stop transmission and infection. 
It was never about that. It was about getting you to that one world commerce system with a singular access point, and that access is controlled by the globalist left. You have to check the right amount of boxes to have access. You got to have your 57 vax. That's not an exaggeration. That's what they want. Tom will never get the 67 vax. We're already at seven for COVID alone. <laughs> what about all the other diseases they say that you need to be afraid of? We're already at seven vaccinations for a virus that's 99.9% post-infection survivable. So uh, you don't think they're going to drive that up to 57 vaccinations? I believe that your kids have to be vaccinated 11 times already or more. Yeah. So, I mean, it, now with this, it's 18. You have Mandy Cohen, the CDC director, is advocating vaccinations for anybody. COVID-19, 99.9% survival virus, 99.997% survival for anybody under the age of 20. And she's advocating for vaccinations for kids six months and older who have no chance of dying of COVID, have no chance of, be, of being hospitalized for COVID, are not significant vectors of COVID. Right, so let me show you some other miscellaneous stuff before I launch into COVID and spend the rest of the night <laughs> rambling on and on about COVID. Colin Rugg video. Just have to show you more stuff going on with the Biden administration. Colin Rugg video, breaking video footage of senior Pentagon official. Senior, now, if you're wondering, let me, let me just lay some groundwork here. You ever wonder why it is that we have transgender drag shows on military bases that would be going on to this day, probably still are, if it wasn't for Matt Gates? Calling out Mark White Rage Millie and Lloyd Austin. You, you, you remember how he called them out and said, Why is it that the military is funding transgender drag shows on military bases where you have 40 year old men twerking their taped up genitals in front of eight year old girls' faces? He explained to us how, why they're funding it, and Lloyd Austin said, We're not funding it. And Matt Gates says, You know, that belies the truth, which means that's a direct contradiction of the truth that I'm holding right in my hand that says military funding for the drag shows. And you have Lloyd Austin again. These people will walk up to any, any podium <laughs> and just bull face lie. Yeah. Bull face lie because nobody holds them accountable for it. You're like, Well, Tom, you're always offering us problems, but you're not offering the solutions. I can't offer the solutions all the time. I can offer you the solutions, and in, in when it comes to uh, spiritual things, you need to pray over these people. You need to pray them out of office. You need to pray that they've been exposed. We have done that here, and these people have been exposed. And we have seen things turn around. And I'll show you more of that tonight. But we have to have the right people in office. You have to have a bunch of Matt Gates there who aren't afraid. Matt Gates. great thing about Matt Gates is he's already a multi, 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 multi-millionaire because of his family. He has nothing to lose. He loses his congressional seat. He doesn't really lose any income. He's already a multi-millionaire. Right. All the rest of them are depending on that congressional seat to become a multimillionaire through all the, through all the symbiote circle bleep stuff I've already discussed at nauseum. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you're wondering why there are uh, transgender, dra- dra- transgender drag shows on military bases, if you're wondering how, the, and, and, and if you ever notice, not two, I mean, I guess we're coming out, I'll just say three years because he's not three years ago. Three years ago, we didn't have any transgen- transgender drag shows on military base. What was the difference? Oh, Trump was running the show. But now Biden comes in, we now have, I mean, just think about that. That should actually bother you if you're, if you are a leftist. Doesn't it bother you that the very people that are protecting you are going to transgender drag shows and they're advocating for 40 year old men with taped up genitals twerking in front of eight year old girls faces. That doesn't bother you at all. That should actually bother you either, even as a liberal, it should bother you. So here's, now if we're wondering how this could ever happen, how we, how we disintegrated in just three years of zero trans, trans, hard to say it, transgender drag shows on military bases to multiple military paid for, your taxpayer funded uh, military dollars paying for transgender drag shows. 
How we went from zero of those shows to now multiple of those shows, here's how, because people like this are in charge. Colin Rugg video breaking video footage of senior Pentagon official Stephen Havonic getting arrested and connected with alleged human trafficking ring has been released. Play for me. Wade County Sheriff's Office released their motel video of Stephen Hovenick and an undercover officer during a human trafficking sting November 15th. During his arrest, he claimed that he was at the hotel to get a massage. Deputies say his interaction with the undercover officer raises questions about that claim. So what's up? Steve, by the way. Hey, hey. Nice to meet you. Uh, how you doing? Beautiful. Thank you. Hovenick has been identified as the chief of staff for all military schools in the U.S. and oversees the education of thousands of military-dependent children. He's 64 years old and lives in Sharpsburg, according to his arrest report. Deputies say when Hovenick entered the room, he removed his sunglasses and placed them next to a package of condoms that deputies had staged in the room. They say the two-day undercover operation led to the arrest of 26 people, including Johns who allegedly solicited sex, as well as prostitutes who allegedly offered it for sale. They say they also identified six potential victims of human trafficking. Or this kind of operation is really important to us because, number one, sex buyers are a huge part of the problem in the industry. Without the sex buyers, there wouldn't be a market for the for the females to continue to be victimized. Here is the end of the Victim. video. So there you go. I just want to show you a piece that goes on a little bit longer than that. But, you know, now not only was uh, Stephen uh, Avonik, obviously a senior Pentagon official, senior Pentagon official under the Biden administration, now, again, are you wondering how it is that we end up with trans drag shows on military bases for the kids? Well, because you have this guy who's, who's uh, alleged and can, uh, being arrested for uh, in connection to alleged uh, human trafficking ring, he's in charge of what on, uh, on, uh, in, on military bases? Uh, all the military schools. This guy's in charge of the kids. So if you're wondering how it is that we end up with trans drag shows on military bases funded by our tax dollars, now you know. Now you know. And let me just ask, how many, how many Trump officials got arrested in connection with alleged <laughs> human trafficking rings that were part of the Pentagon? 0.0, uh, just so everybody knows. So we can see the moral disintegration of the Biden administration and what it's brought upon America. Let me show you this. Just got to, most of you have seen this, so I'm going to keep this brief. And I just said, but I just had to make sure that everybody saw it. I just had to make sure you did because I want you to see the idiocy of the globalist leftist media. Again, if you're going to have a Hitler, you got to have a Goebbels. you got to have a Pravda. you got to have a Mockingbird media. you got to have a CIA in control of the Mockingbird media. And this is an example of that. You got you have this guy named Karen, which is always interesting. This guy is actually named Karen. <laughs> and Karen J. Phillips, who works for Deadspin, which is a leftist globalist media outfit. And again, just, just to reiterate this to you, this is the, the reason why you had the FBI and the State Department meeting weekly with Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to censor, to censor speech is because these guys are not all that there is to media. Thank goodness there's people like you and I and all the sources that we read. But if this was all there was, imagine it. Imagine it. That's why they're trying to get down all the other sources of media. Again, to limit all of your choices. They can control what you see and thereby control your actions again. 
For the, now, this is him responding to the people criticizing him over the story because he alleged his kid had blackface on. For the Aaron, you know, can you guys switch to the blackface, uh, the the, pic, the picture of the kid real quick? Let me just put some guys. Here's the kid. Just so everybody, this is the kid. Now, this this guy, Karen Phillips, right? We'll go back to this. But this is, he said that this kid had blackface on. Now, I'm estimating this kid to be about 10 years old, so he wants to destroy this kid's life. So this kid has black, this guy, this kid is on camera at the Chiefs game. <laughs> This is a kid dressed up as the as a Kansas City Chief. All right, go back to the tweet. So let me just show you. For the idiots in my mentions who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face was painted red, it's a harmless act if the kid is 10, moron. Either way. But of course, he's, he's not. it's got nothing to do with black people. I could make the argument that it makes it even worse. Y'all are the ones who hate Mexicans, but wear sombreros. On. See, what an idiot. And by the way, he's taking this down. And this was, the, this was his headline. The NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan. And black, and black, the Kansas City Chiefs fan? So the NFL needs to speak out against an 8 or 9 or 10-year-old boy dressed up as an Indian chief? There he is. So here's the Deadspin article. This is who Karen Phillips works for. The NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface, native headdress. Speak out against this little boy. This is how maniacal these people are. And I just bring this up because of this. These are the people that propagated all of COVID-19 that all the Christians listen to, that all the conservatives listen to. Same people. Same people. These are all also all the people that are pro-Palestinian peace deal. Pro-Palestinian ceasefire, all one agenda. It's again, let me just use this as an example. If you were pro-mask, you're pro-Palestinian peace deal. If you're pro-vaccine, you're pro-transgender. If you're pro-transgender, you're pro-climate change hoax or climate mitigations. It's all the exact same agenda. And I'm just warning conservatives, make sure that you don't buy into any piece of the agenda because if you buy into any piece of the agenda, that means you're pro the entire agenda. A little leaven leavens the whole lump, 1 Corinthians 5, 6. Let me show you this. This is interesting stuff. We're moving on to the Patrick uh, Webb stuff, Heather. So here we go. Let me just show you this. You can put it up there. Patrick Webb tweet, breaking a whistleblower has come out and claimed, now again, this is alleged. Do we have any proof? No. Just strange coincidences always how all these globalist leftists are always linked to the same stuff. A whistleblower has come out and claimed that the wife of Ukrainian President, President Volodymyr Zelensky is operating a child sex trafficking network. <laughs> that can't be. Well, you, because you know what's weird is in Ukraine, they were comp- basically, for lack of a better term, confiscating all of these kids to allegedly, like the Clintons were doing in Haiti, to bring them to a better home or a better living situations, and these kids have disappeared off of the planet. That's weird, isn't it? I mean, it's just weird coincidences. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, wife of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, weird how you got these weird wives too. Because you got like Gavin Newsom's gonna run for the Democratic Party nomination for president. Gavin Newsom's wife is a radical penis lopper offer. I mean, a radical transgender surgery for minors advocate radical just absolute radical just right right out of mengula just right out of wants to lop off as many breasts testicles and penises as she possibly can that's that's gavin newsom's wife weird isn't it but here voldemar's Lissy's wife is operating a child sex trafficking allegedly has claimed is operating a child sex trafficking network in which displaced ukrainian children are offered to pedophile elites around the world 
That's weird, isn't it? Go to the next one for me, Heather. Another Patrick Webb tweet. The former employee of Elena uh, Zelensky, nonprofit, has got, they call it Zelenska for some reason, nonprofit, has provided foundation documents along with his own personal ID card as proof of credibility of his allegations. Not bad, right there. There he is. All right, go to the next one for me. Let me show you this. Elena Zelenska launched the foundation. Here's where the weird part comes in. In New York City, what a surprise. I mean, <laughs> it's shocked that it would be in a hub of liberalism, a hub of leftism in New York City, where she launched her alleged alleged child tra- child sex trafficking ring. She launched the foundation in New York City back in September of 2022 under the Biden administration, didn't try to launch it under the Trump administration, but felt very free to launch it under a Podesta, Podesta influence, Pizzagate influence Biden administration alongside a suspected human trafficker, Hillary Clinton, right out of Haiti, and Hollywood celebrities, Matt Damon, Jimmy Fallon, and Brooke Shields. Weird, isn't it? Now, what about this hint, this Clinton allegation? Have you ever looked into Chris Cornell's death? The former singer of, of Soundgarden. You ever looked into his death, his actual death? Because they claim it was a suicide, right? Well, was it because allegedly Chris Cornell was looking into doing a film documentary along with three other people who committed suicide? Yep. Doing a film documentary, film document documentary about the Clintons and numerous others sex trafficking uh, children around the world. It's kind of weird, though, because and of course. The other people tied to Clinton sex trafficking, 26 flights on the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Epstein, and Jeffrey Epstein allegedly commits suicide. Well, Chris, Chris Cornell also allegedly committed suicide with, with several others. Let's look into this. Here's about a two-and-a-half-minute brief documentary. Play for me, other. Different charity organizations for nearly a decade. In 2012, they founded the Chris and Vicki Cornell Foundation, which strives to support and protect abused and sexually exploited children from around the world. The couple eventually became involved with one of their foundation partners' organizations, Aid Still Required, helping sexually abused orphans out of Haiti. Aid Still Required has received massive donations from the Clinton Foundation. According to a source that spoke with Freedom Daily, it was during this time that Cornell discovered that these orphans weren't being placed into better environments after all, but were then being sold into sexual slavery and human trafficking rings. In May of 2017, Chris Cornell was found hanged to death in the MGM Grand Hotel, leaving behind his wife Vicky and their three children. He was discovered with nine broken ribs, blood splattered on the wall, and had suffered head trauma before he died. His death was officially declared a suicide, but his family and close friends insist he was in no way suicidal. Many of the details of his suicide simply don't add up. For instance, Chris had just performed a full concert with no apparent signs of having nine broken ribs. Chris's body was found cold to the touch, which would have taken at least two hours in a hotel room. This would put 11.30 p.m. when his bodyguard, Martin Kirsten, was reportedly with him. There is no official explanation for what caused the blood stain on the wall next to his body. His feet were touching the floor, meaning he was only partially suspended by his neck. Furthermore, Chris's bodyguard claims that he had to kick in the door to his hotel room to discover Chris dead. Not only is this nearly impossible to do without a door-breaching mini-ram, but the crime scene report indicated no sign of forced entry. 
After reviewing the autopsy report and position of the body, world-renowned forensic pathologist Dr. Werner Spitz concluded that Cornell's death was not a suicide. Dr. Spitz has worked with many high-profile murder investigations, including Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and John F. Kennedy, and served as an expert witness during the O.J. Simpson and Casey Anthony trials. One article reads, Speaking to TMD, a source close to Cornell has come forward, claiming that he had uncovered evidence of a cocaine and child trafficking ring in Mena, Arkansas, that was tied to Bill and Hillary Clinton. According to the source, Mr. Cornell had uncovered the identities of high-level elites that were part of the same satanic Illuminati occult operation as the Clintons and planned on exposing their goings-on right before he died. So just some interesting stuff there. If you could just put up the next one for me, just side-by-side it, guys. So I just wanted to show you this, because here we have it. Let me go over what we just saw. You got aid still required, which was a Clinton outfit run out of Haiti. And, of course, you talk to any person in in Haiti, whether it was uh, Bill Clinton or others, it was just basically a Clinton a Clinton Foundation looting operation out of basically looting millions of dollars out of Haiti going to the Clinton Foundation. And, again, if you read the Clinton tax returns for the Clinton Foundation, they it, it cost them $39 million to give $5 million. That's that's the Clinton. That's absolute truth. That's undeniable truth. That's on their tax return. That's how that's how corrupt the Clinton Foundation is. But you have uh, Chris Cornell allegedly discovering what's going on there with the aid still required foundation, where they are allegedly taking kids from dire situations and putting them into more livable or better living situations. That wasn't the case. These kids were were being trafficked into pedophile sex rings around the globe. So. And then you have Chris Cornell's death. So Chris Cornell allegedly had discovered this. And and if you look at the top of Liz Churchill's tweet, Anne Hayes, Tyler Bennington, former lead singer of Lincoln Park, Paul Walker, Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain uh, I don't know how to pronounce Avicii. the next one here. What is it? Avicii. Avicii and Chris Cornell were working on child sex trafficking documentaries when they died. Now, you got to have a Goebbels media. they got to have a Goebbels media. But this was fact-checked back in 2020 by Reuters, who simply just, again, comes up to their podium, their symbolic podium, and just bold-faced lies. Fact check, Avicii, Bennington, Cornell, and Bourdain were not working on a child sex trafficking documentary and did not take their own lives. They're just gaslighting, gaslighting, gaslighting. How does Chris Cornell take his own life when his feet were on the floor? He hung himself, but his feet was on the floor. Fact one. Fact two. How does he hang himself with nine broken ribs? Anybody ever had a broken rib? You ever, you ever even, I mean, you can't move with a broken rib, let alone hang yourself. And not three hours before he allegedly died, he, he performed a two and a half to three hour long concert with nine broken ribs. <laughs> impossible. Totally impossible. Why was there blood on the wall? Why is it that the cops said they had to do an emergency breach into the room and there's no way to breach the room without knocking the door in and there's no signs of forced entry? Why is there blood on the wall? Why does he have nine broken ribs? Why does everybody around him say he was not suicidal and suddenly he commits suicide? And he, he just did a concert three hours before that. There's no way that actually happened. And then you got this long list of people here who were definitely connected with exposing child sex trafficking ranks and all allegedly committed suicide or died strangely. Anthony Bourdain was not suicidal again by his own family members. He had acknowledged tacit depression in his life. Okay. He had, he had acknowledged that, but it doesn't mean you're suicidal. 
Yeah. And suddenly he's dead. And he, he was like best friends with Chris Cornell. And Chris Cornell was also like very tight with Tyler Bennington. But isn't it weird that both Tyler Bennington, uh, Chris Cornell, and Anthony Bourdain are all very tight, very good friends, and just all commit suicide? Within like a month. Yeah, well, yeah within <laughs> like a month or two of yeah, each other? it was quick. And it's kind of weird that everyone just believes it. Just like everyone believes. Put a mask on. Take seven vaccinations. Lock down your church. Stand six feet apart. Quarantine your healthy family. You take your eighth vaccination coming up in the spring for next for the ninth COVID wave. Everyone just believes these things. I don't believe nothing coming from these people. Nothing. From an administration right now that's lost uh, 100,000 kids at the southern border. And again, it's one to five times that many according to CBB statistics. They just lost 100,000 kids. It was 85,000 a year ago. It's 100,000 kids are, have disappeared into sweet oblivion at the southern border. We don't think that it could be that they're being child sex trafficked around the globe. I don't think anybody's going to speak out about it. Because if you do, you, have, you get nine broken ribs and you commit suicide. You hang yourself with your feet on the ground. How do you die of hanging with your feet on the ground? Which, by the way, was the same as uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And you have world-renowned forensic pathologist Werner Spitz come in and say it's impossible for it to be a suicide. And they had the exact same thing with Jeffrey Epstein. Can't remember the name of the world-renowned forensic pathologist. In that case, he came in and said the exact same thing. Impossible. There's no even signs that he could have died of lig ligature strangulation. None. So I can spend all night on that too, but I'm not going to do it. All right, moving on to vaccines. Got to show you this. Chuck Cholesterol video. Now, I just want you to know, you're not watching this podcast. Watch this podcast. You're not wasting your time by watching this podcast. Because here the truth is coming out. I guess the military has been forced to release DMED data. So from the DMED database is the military database, which tracks every last thing that a soldier does medically in the military. From taking an aspirin to dying. DMED database tracks it all. Now, it's weird that some people who allegedly espouse transparency want to be the most transparent administration in history. Lloyd Austin was trying to keep deep, was trying to, first of all, it's Lloyd Austin, uh, uh, defense secretary, was trying to change DMED database information, was trying to delete it. Why would you ever try to delete it? And again, you know, why do I always bring these things up? Just to be negative? No. I bring them up because so that Christians and conservatives don't believe what Lloyd Austin tells We would never believe him. You did believe him. You did believe him. You put the masks on. You took the vaccines and you closed down your churches. You did believe him. Stop saying you didn't. They're not gonna, there's no revisionist history at the TLP. None. You did what you did. Acknowledge it. Just do what I do. Say, I was stupid and repent. That's what you do. Simple as that. But now the information is coming out from the DMED database. They're not able to sequester it. They're not able to keep it classified. It is now coming out. Most of you probably have already seen this video. Chuck Cholesterol video. Shock report. Medical officer reveals COVID vaccine-related heart issues skyrocketing in active-duty military. Play it for me. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMED data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only am using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, uh, 
Pulmonary heart disease, 62%. Heart failure, 973%. Other forms of heart disease, 63%. Cardiomyopathy, 152%. There you go. Now, there, there you heard the stats. Now, I want to make sure that you understand the statistical data. When we've talked about DMED data before, that they did was they ran this morning. You've heard me say all maladies inside the military went up 300 to 1,600%, right? That's what you heard. That was correct, by the way. That was the DMED database to come out. And they immediately shut down that database, just like you have the CDC that refuses to release the hospitalization and death data amongst the fully vaccinated. Refuse to release that data because they don't want you to see that the only people that are dying of COVID, the only the, the reason why we have an excess death rate somewhere between 23 and 32% inside of America is because of the vaccination, COVID-19 vaccination. They refuse to release it. Why, why is it? Why do you try, everyone practicing evil, hates light, does not come to light, lest their deeds be exposed, right? John chapter 3, verse 20. You hear me quote that verse all the time. Because everyone practicing evil hates the light, hates transparency, hates magnification on fact, hates light, because expo- light makes, makes everything seeable. You can now, it brings everything into uh, visual enlightenment. There it is. There's the light. Why do they not want this? And now you're, you're at the beginning of the statement. Where now the naval secretary has admitted that the DMED data is not flawed. Why was it, why would it why was it never flawed before the vaccination? Why did you never claim that it was flawed prior to the COVID vaccination? Right. Because they want to hide. Before they weren't concerned about hiding any of their data. Because there's nothing to hide. Now they have to hide the very fact that they pushed an illegal vaccination on all of these servicemen and women. And again, I don't I don't want to slip too far and down the vaccine wormhole that I can go into for that we only have 37 minutes left in this podcast that I can spend 37 minutes on. But just so, just to remind everybody, there's not one single military service man or woman that has been vaccinated with a legal vaccination according to their military contract. Not one. Not one of them has been vaccinated with an FDA-approved vaccination. Not one. Because the only FDA-approved vaccination is Comarity, and it has not been used on one citizen in America, including our military. Not one. It was used in vaccine trials only. It has never been vaccinated to the, the, to the civilian masses or to the military masses. Not, not even, I'm, it's not even that it hasn't been used in the masses. It's not been used on a singular person. Not one person in America has been vaccinated unless they're a part of the Comarity trial, which is from, which is, which is from BioNTech in Germany anyway, so I doubt that anybody has. So they claim, by the way, and Comarity is substantively different than the, the Pfizer vaccination that everybody has taken. Substantively, substantively different. Very different. All right, so big time, big differences. So the FDA-approved drug is not the one anybody's got. I wonder if that was the one that was specifically, specially delivered to Pfizer personnel inside of Australia who refused to take the vaccination that was given to the general public, but got their own special delivery of their own uh, vaccination, which was probably saline anyway. But just to understand the data, if you listen to what, I'm assuming this guy's a doctor, but just remember the myocarditis up 151%, pulmonary heart disease up 62%, ischemic heart disease up 69%, heart failure increase, just heart failure, people dropping dead of heart disease, up 973%. That's just that's a minor up increase. And then cardiomyopathy, I believe he said up 151%. Numerous other things. Minimum, minimum you had 69, 69% up to 973%. 
But remember this now, because you heard me say 300 to 1,600% before, which is accurate, because what was it being compared to? What they did was, when the original data came out, where all those maladies were up, like AIDS was up inside the military, was up 300%. 300% in one year, in comparison to the previous five years. The data that I was reading off of then was you have the five previous years, which would have been 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, all right? So you had the maladies up higher than what they are now. Why? Because now you're including 21 in it. Marin, you tell me if I'm losing it, losing yeah, it here, yeah. losing anybody. Now you're including 21. So the worst year ever where you have all maladies inside of the military going up, 300 to 1,600%. They're still going up from that. Yeah. Because now they're including 21 in their previous five years of data. Before there was all previous five years were non-vaccinated years. Now they're including the worst year in history in their previous five years. So now the previous five years are 21, 20, 19, 18, 17. And they're still going up a whop, heart disease, heart failure, heart failure, not even heart disease, not even pericarditis, myocarditis. Myocarditis up 151%. Heart failure, failure. And remember too, where is he pulling this from? Exclusively, I can't remember what he said exactly, but only two, you can rewatch the video. I believe he said like helicopter pilots, Fixed wing, I fixed think. wing yeah. aircraft yeah. pilots yeah. And, and, and helicopter pilots, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So these are off of the most in shape people in the military. Yeah. Are the pilots, the best in shape people in the military, and their myocarditis rates, my uh, um, uh, cardiomyopathy rates are up 150 percent. Pulmonary heart disease up 60 percent. Ischemic heart disease 69 percent. Heart freaking failure up 973 percent in comparison. To 2021, when it was up 300 to 1600%. Talking about, it's like talking about Biden inflation numbers. Yeah. This is, a, this is real. This is real life stuff. And then you have, you know, Travis Kelsey. Is it Travis Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll make sure I get the right one. Not I, his brother. I, I interchange their names sometimes, Jason <laughs> Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. So I always mean Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs. Mr. Pfizer. Yeah, Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> pimping and whoring vaccination. Hey, Trav. Trav, you seen these stats, dude? Have you seen them? Out there whoring the vaccination because you want to keep your family safe <laughs> and your coworkers safe and the office office staff safe and the other players on the team safe. Maybe you ought to do a little research before you put yourself on a Pfizer commercial and pimp and whore a deadly blood clotting, heart failure causing vaccination, you stupid idiot. It's amazing. What a meathead. What a stupid meathead. It's so surprising he, he dates the, uh, the, him being a vaccine pimp and whore himself, dating a vaccine pimp and whore like Taylor Swift, who's also a climate vaccine, I mean, climate whore too. Yeah. All right, Peter A. McCullough, uh, actually a Joe Bond video. Dr. Peter McCullough explains to Maria Z why he believes the mRNA COVID-19 vaccination uh, causes, I'm not going to get it, well, I'll get it right, ne uh, a Nero, a uh, uh, degeneration, viral reactivation, and cancer in some people. Play it for me. I ask this because a lot of people around the world, and I, I know it's happening from every country because I have people across my channels, uh, you know, that are everywhere. 
and they say that they are seeing, um, you know, people are becoming more intolerant, more impatient, uh, at the same time a lot slower in their thinking process. Uh, They seem to struggle with, you know, simple equations even. And I wonder, you know, and I've interviewed Dr. Seneff as well on this particular paper you referenced, Mm -hmm. I wonder whether this could be the explanation at a more widespread level and hopefully we'll have some more studies to that effect. Yeah, it's hard to know. I I can tell you there are some neurologic syndromes that I'm very confident are as direct consequence of the vaccines, and and they're largely ones where it's viral reactivation. So, for instance, uh, former U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein had neuroinvasive varicella zoster reactivation or shingles that uh, affected the, uh, the facial nerve and it invaded the brain and was lethal for her. Uh, Justin Bieber, a popular pop singer, has Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, and, and that damages, again, the, the facial nerve and, uh, and he, in his eye and his mouth, and he, he can't sing or perform. He's now two years. He cannot, um, you know, he cannot perform. And then lastly, uh, another neuroinvasive syndrome. This is really disturbing. First author is Karagokoulos and colleagues. I'm also an author on that paper. A man in Greece took uh, the COVID-19 vaccine shots, primary series, and developed an invasive basaloid cancer in the temporal area. It uh, destroyed his facial nerve and the trigeminal nerve and, and went right into the brain and was lethal. So this is well-documented. This is published now in the peer-reviewed literature. It's searchable in the National Library of Medicine. It's probably the first case of, of, of certainly COVID-19 vaccine-induced fatal cancer and it's interesting that it was a neuroinvasive syndrome. What's truly amazing to me is that people don't actually come out and talk about it. They had J.J. Watt. His, he, nobody says it. Nobody talks about it. I'll talk about it. His, his NFL career was ended by the COVID vaccination. Suddenly his heart stops. What was the difference between J.J. Watt pre-2022 and all other years? Right. He never, he never, his heart never stopped before. Never doesn't have a heart issue. Has no history of heart disease. No heart issue. Uh, no history of heart disease in his family that I that I that I'm aware of. Suddenly his heart stops. Ends his NFL career. He doesn't say it. Nobody talks about it because he was at more towards the end of his career anyway. But his heart just doesn't stop. His heart stops. LeBron James doesn't come out against the vaccination. His. I mean, imagine the whore that you have to be. To have your own son's heart stop post-vaccination and not come out against the vaccination. Kurt Herbstreit. I mean, he ends up with no history of blood clots ever in his life. Suddenly at 53, you get a heart, you get a, you get a, uh, a blood clot that almost kills you. Justin Bieber hasn't been able to sing in two years. Diane Feinstein died of the vaccination. You're like, she's old anyway. I mean, listen, a lot of these people, the number one killer of the vaccination is old people. Yeah. It's weird how that worked because the number one killer of COVID-19 was old people too, but the, the ones they couldn't finish off with COVID-19, which was still 95% survival for anybody over the age of 80 with, with multiple comorbidities, still 95% survival. But Diane Feinstein died. People don't talk about it. I mean, it's amazing to me people don't actually come out and talk about it and say, you know what? This thing might have been a mistake. Peter Hotez's own kid has autism, and he doesn't talk about that being vaccine-related. All right, look at this from Peter A. Uh, Peter A. McCullough video at CDC director reads a teleprompter and reels off a series of false claims. Here's the experts. Play for me. 
The CDC recently just put out a video, Mandy Cohen, and this is right in your wheelhouse, talking about myocarditis. So let's just start here. Here's what the CDC believes everyone in America should know. Take a look at this. Hi, everyone. Dr. Mandy Cohen from the CDC. I wanted to talk today about the COVID-19 vaccine and kids. While we know kids are less impacted than adults from COVID, the unfortunate news is that kids can still get sick and sometimes really sick from COVID-19, just like adults. In fact, half of the very young kids who ended up in the intensive care unit with COVID had no underlying medical reason to make us think they would get sick. They didn't have asthma or another underlying condition. The COVID virus just made them really sick. Second, the vaccine is safe for all kids over six months. Millions of doses have been given to children and their safety has been closely tracked. The benefits to children and teens outweigh the risks, especially the risks to kids if they get COVID-19. For example, teen boys have been up to five times as likely to have heart inflammation after having a COVID infection than after getting vaccinated. Now, I have two daughters, ages 9 and 11, and we plan to get them both the updated COVID vaccine. Talk to your child's pediatrician or nurse practitioner about the updated COVID vaccine today, and they can get their flu vaccine at the same time. All right, Dr. Bicol, this is obviously something you've spoken out a lot about. She is claiming, and the CDC is making the claim, that you're five times more likely to have your heart swelled as a teenage boy if you get infected by COVID than if you got the vaccine. Uh, give me your elevator pitch. You're talking to a brand new doctor that just heard this. They think this is the truth. What would you say to counteract or refute the statement just made by the CDC? In 2020, before the vaccines, there was an exhaustive investigation looking for COVID illness causing myocarditis. Daniels and colleagues in JAMA, after they uh, screened thousands and thousands of Big Ten athletes, found a handful of cases of putative myocarditis, no hospitalizations, no deaths. Uh, a paper by Tuvali and colleagues looking across Israel found no increase in myocarditis in 2020 with the infection alone. Screening programs in the U.S. military and the Israeli military were dropped because they couldn't find myocarditis. Uh, a false talking point came from inpatient data sets that found elevations of troponins in people having uh, COVID illness in the hospital, as they would with a pneumococcal or other illness, uh, not adjudicated cases of myocarditis. So it's a false talking point that COVID illness causes more myocarditis than the vaccines. Enter the vaccines. Now we had explosive cases of myocarditis. The FDA warned us in June of 2021 that the COVID vaccines, messenger RNA vaccines caused myocarditis. Now fatal cases started coming in by a vaccine-induced myocarditis, not the respiratory infection, by Verma, Choi, Gill, Patone. Uh, these are disastrous cases. We now have thousands upon thousands of vaccine myocarditis cases in the U.S. CDC vaccine event, uh, adverse event reporting system. So it's the vaccines causing myocarditis, not the illness. So just imagine being Mandy Cohen. You are the director of the CDC. You're the director of the CDC. You're in charge. Took Rochelle Walensky's spot of all spots. Another bullface pimp and whore for the, the entire COVID hoax. Coming up and walking up again to a podium. I don't mean to be redundant, but 
walking up to a podium, doing a video, claiming that you are five times more likely to get myocarditis from COVID than you are from the vaccination. First of all, you're acknowledging that you can get it from the vaccination that you're advocating. (laughs) That's number one. Right. Number two, you're claiming that it's five times more likely for you to get myocarditis from COVID than the vaccination. When every single paper that's been done, now what did she cite any studies? Absolutely not. She is she is simply reading a teleprompter stenographer talking point pre-prepared message as a doctor. She's a doctor. She's reading a pre-prepared message of bold-faced lies. Absolutely, I mean, with, with conviction. I mean, you have to be a real devil, a real demonic human being to read bold-faced lies with conviction. She's advocating uh, vaccinating six-month-old children, vaccinating her own nine and 11-year-olds against COVID-19. I'm assuming with their seventh shot now and claiming the number one, the number one uh, absolute lie is that you're more likely to get myocarditis than you uh, from COVID-19 than the vaccination. But here's the thing. They couldn't find any myocarditis. They found very small levels of myocarditis that was not even a, a health risk for all intents and purposes, not a health risk, just, you know, post, because they found that uh, with, their, you know, with flus and colds too, where people occasionally get myocarditis. So they found basically the same rates of myocarditis post-COVID infection that you do when you have a cold or a flu, which are very mild cases and very, very rare. Now you have hundreds of thousands of cases. And post-vaccination, they talked about being Big Ten athletes, and I've brought this up 10, 20 times on the podcast. They found in Big Ten athletes, 50% of the athletes that were tested that were vaccinated had undetected myocarditis that were vaccinated. They didn't have COVID-19. They were vaccinated against COVID-19. So the solution to the problem caused a bigger problem than the actual problem, and that problem doesn't really exist. So just bold-faced lying. Imagine that. And this is who all the Christians listen to. No, we didn't listen to her, Tom. At the time, uh, the CDC director, I can't remember his name now, but whatever. whatever the beard uh, read, read something. Red Robert Mins- Redfield. Robert R- Redfield. 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 Yeah, I don't know yep. if it was Robert, but Redfield was the last name. So Redfield, we, everyone listen to him. Why are you listening to him? Who, who's paying the guy? What, what is he? You always got to ask yourself, where is somebody trying to go? What, what are they trying to accomplish? Are they willing to say or do anything to accomplish their goal? Are they willing to lie to do it? You know, if you're like you're a pastor like me and you want a big church, you want to you want to pastor a big church, let's say. What are you willing to do? You willing to lie, you willing to water down the gospel to get it as most pastors are? Or are you somebody who actually has integrity? You have to ask yourself those questions about people that you're allegedly or possibly going to take advice from. Here's another one for you. Robert W. Malone uh, video. This is a part, I'll let it speak for itself, but Cadillac helped to direct the Fauci and Collins cover up on, on the origin of COVID to protect their gain of function program and their own butts. Congress needs to hire a special prosecutor. Watch the video and we'll break it down. Play it for me. It's pretty extraordinary to, to reveal the conversations that you had with Fauci and Collins. It's pretty extraordinary to publicly say that you did try to downplay the rhetoric around a bioweapon and a lab leak. 
Are you doing this interview in part because you feel guilty about that? I just feel like it it's an obligation that I have to, to kind of say what happened. And I think to factually try to portray this, uh, not to, to get sympathy or or forgiveness, but more to saying factually, here's here's what happened. This is what we tried to do. Did it work? No. So you have the people that created COVID trying to downplay its lab leak origins. We all, we all know that was true. Aaron and I played it on the podcast. I mean, literally maybe a month into COVID, back in, in uh, April, May, somewhere of 2020. Australian scientists put it under the microscope. They said, you know what? This has been altered by man. Right. This has been made by man. S-spike protein has been attacked. Um, ACE receptors, various other things you could tell. This is made by men. Two of Anthony Fauci's scientists, it's all been documented, heard on this podcast at nauseum, send him an email saying, all of it now redacted for some reason. Everyone practices evil, hates light, does not come to light, lest their deeds be exposed. They come in, they say, this is definitely man-made, this is a man-made virus. Anthony Fauci sends them each $5 million to change the report. It's a very simplistic way of describing it, that's exactly what happened. Because they both sent in an email to Anthony Fauci saying this is man-made. Anthony Fauci donated $5 million of your taxpayer dollars. Not his, Anthony Fauci, multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Still receiving government funds from both ends, double-dipping right now. Highest-paid government employer employee in history at $440,000 a year and is also getting the retirement off that and still currently being paid, last I heard. And and also, being, also uh, receives... Uh, Government protection, too, around him. Right. So here you have Robert Cadillac, who was an assistant with Fauci and Collins, a doctor who just is saying, you know what, I'm not, I'm not looking for forgiveness. That's exactly what he's doing. See, everybody now, the roaches are leaving the ship because they're thinking, what if Trump gets elected? Yeah. What if Trump, and even here's the thing, it's not even just Trump. I'm voting for Trump, but I'm just telling you, what if DeSantis gets elected? Because listen, I would love a DeSantis presidency, too. I would. I'd love it. I'd love it. I would. Right now, I lean Trump, but because DeSantis decided to tie himself up with Romney money and Bush money and everything else, still love him as the governor of Florida. Vote for, I'll vote for him basically against anybody but Jesus and for governor of Florida. But I'm just telling you, they're thinking, what if one of the... Now, they're not worried at all about Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley do nothing. She's a globalist, just a globalist prostitute. That's all she is for the military-industrial complex. So they aren't worried about that. But they're thinking, what if Trump is leading Nikki Haley by 40 points? So they're thinking, what if Trump gets in? So people like Robert Cadillac here, who was you know, a mega advisor, mega leader inside of, inside of the NIH, to Francis Collins, to Anthony Fauci, is admitting, you know what, we covered it up. He's saying it. And just so everybody knows, that's freaking treason. Yes, death penalty treason. He, Anthony Fauci went to one podium after another. I'm saying podium a lot tonight because it's just applicable. One podium after another and said, ah, this is a naturally occurring virus. It was, he knew the entire time that he had sent millions of dollars to Peter Daszak and the Equal Health Alliance for gain-of-function research on COVID-19 viruses and was doing gain-of-function research in Utah under, uh, uh, on, on COVID-19. Yeah. And we know now from my podcast, not from me, but I got it from other people, but I put it out on the podcast on Saturday that about, about Moderna's connection. Moderna had COVID-19 vaccination patents in 2019. 
Moderna, who's closely linked with Fauci, Fauci, Collins, the NIH, NIAID, sharing patents. Basically, Moderna is nothing more than a fascist organization because the definition of fascism is the merging between corporations and government. Not racism, merging of corporations and government. The NIH is merged with Moderna. They share the patents, they share the scientists, they share the profits, they share the royalties, which is why Anthony Fauci refused under oath to answer questions about the royalties that he and other Moderna slash NIH scientists had received due to the vaccinations. Yep. And Cadillac is simply saying, we covered it up and I'm admitting it. He's doing it so he can get ahead of prosecution. He's doing it to get ahead of the weaponization of government, uh, the weaponization, the anti-weaponization of government committee that Jim Jordan or James Comer or one of those people are over. He's doing it to get ahead of it because it's all coming out. So you have him admitting, we covered it up. We knew the entire time that it was a lab leak. And we said that it was naturally occurring. He said it. Basically, we said it over and over again. He Now, listen, this just came out. It is, what, November 28th of 2023. Yep. So for basically four freaking years, with all the vaccine stuff, with all the COVID stuff, with all the lockdowns, with all the face mask requirements, with all the quarantining and everything else, all the lockdowns, he knew the entire time, this guy Cadillac, Robert, Dr. Robert Cadillac, he knew the entire time, and now coming to a podium. Why is he coming to a podium now? Because yeah. he's afraid of what's going to come out. And that's what you need to continue. You want solutions? I'll give you solutions. The solutions are the Holy Ghost. Oh, that's where I turn off. I, I like the conservative part, but I don't like the spiritual stuff. Listen, you can, you can elect Donald Trump all you want. I'm voting for Trump. Love Trump. I'm just telling you. It's not going to give you peace in your heart. You want solutions? You need to pray that God exposes all of these people because he's the only one that can. Yep. You need to pray that he sends the Holy Ghost down and they, he exposes all of these people. These people are, are the rats are leaving the ship. You need to get all the rats around. There's number that's the first rat around Anthony Fauci that's come out saying that he lied about it. He helped Francis Collins, alleged born-again Christian Francis Collins. He's just a vaccine whore is all he is. Yeah, you got the first rat leaving the Fauci ship. We need all, all kinds of more. We need lots of more. We need a lot, lot more people around Anthony Fauci to acknowledge, you know what, the entire time we were covering it up. That it was lab leak from day one, and we knew that it was, and we lied about it. Let me show you this one. So I've told you before, I'm making kind of a hard right-hand term, but still under the whole COVID umbrella. So I've told you from day one, I've told you, we started this podcast, I believe, in April of 2020. So I've told you over the last 45 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. <laughs> I've told you that this all is about a different agenda. This is all about getting, you know, there's, it's, in, in real specificity, COVID was about getting to the vaccines so that they could get to the vaccine passports, leverage you in one world commerce system, single access point. You cannot access their goods and services without your vaccine passport. And that entire vaccine passport will be manipulated with transgender ideology, ESG ideology, CBDC, social credit systems, everything else that they, however they want to, to uh, govern their singular access point because they will not let you access goods or services if you are not what they want you to be. You will have no, if you're, if you're going to buy a gun, you're disqualified. Whatever it is. That was the whole point, is to get to the vaccine passport. 
But the bigger picture is the vaccine passport is to control your life. So here's the, this is right out of California. Now, a couple of, I don't know if Aaron bleeped them out or not, but it doesn't matter now because we're not on the CTN. But anyway, Dr. Joker video, this New York rule uh, 2.13, this got in, in a lower court, they outlawed COVID camps in New York. You're like, Tom, COVID camps, come on. It's 20, it's, it's November 28th of 2020. No, I know. We're about to enter into 45 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Everyone thinks COVID's over. They're trying to get you to take a seventh vaccination right now. It's not over. This was all about something bigger. Just like 1-6. The 1-6 insurrection is to make all Trump supporters criminals. That's the whole point of it. Like, how does that work? Don't have time to get into it, but that's the point of it. COVID was all about controlling you. That's all that it is. That's all that it's ever been. And if they could right now, they are trying, but nobody's buying into it. You know, after a while, everyone starts to actually look at logic, even stupid leftists. will actually start to look at logic and go, you know, I, I don't really notice anybody dead around me. Maybe I shouldn't be treating something as 99%, 99.9% unsurvivable when it's actually proven to be 99.9% survivable because nobody's dead around me. And the only people that are dying are the fully vaccinated. So now, but in New York, in a lower court, court outlawed Kathy Hochul and she actually is now fought and won in an appellate court outlawed Kathy Hochul from being able to come and place you in custody for any reason what any any reason whatsoever pandemic or sickness related Mm -hmm. they could come and place you in custody just for ease of conversation arrest you and place you into one of their COVID camps. That was outlawed by a lower court. Kathy Hochul wants to arrest you for not complying with pandemic rules that are going to be coming out of the WHO starting next April if it's not stopped. When they do their pandemic accord, don't have time to get into that right now either. But Kathy Hochul is so adamant about wanting to haul you off as a New Yorker, you need to get the heck out of New York, Haul you into COVID uh, to a COVID camp for non-compliance. She's so adamant and so full of zeal over that, so committed to it that when she lost the right to do so in a lower court ruling, she sued and took it to a higher court so that she can come to your home, come and take your child out of your home and put them in a COVID camp. Not just COVID either. It's for any sickness, illness, disease, or any quote unquote. Public emergency. And when you suspend the Constitution for a public emergency, what happens? They'll create an emergency to suspend the Constitution. So this is a great video out of, I'm assuming, a a woman from New York. Play it for me. This is definitely the scariest video I've ever made. It's not just for New York City. It's for the entire state of New York. We are all going to have to run and get the f*** out of here. Let me explain to what happened over the weekend. Rule 213. Anybody remember what Rule 213 was supposed to be? Or what it is now? Over a year ago, Governor Hochul tried to have something come in place called Rule 213, where the state can come remove you from your home and put you into quarantine. And I'm not talking about C-19. I'm talking about any disease, including Lyme disease, toxic shock syndrome, things that aren't even contagious, okay? This happened last March. It was approved to go through until a bunch of lawyers sued them for it. And the judge appealed it. They said, this is not going to go through. No thanks. Goodbye. Until this past September, when Governor Hochul appealed that decision. 
followed up with the New York State Supreme Court Appellate Division, 4th Judicial Department. Both sides gave their arguments. Hochul's lawyers saying, oh, it's not going to be as bad as you think, while the other lawyers saying what the nightmare will be if this goes through. Number one, there's no age restriction. It could be a newborn baby. It could be your grandparents. It could be you who just gave birth. There are no restrictions to removing the person that needs to come out and go in quarantine. Could be in the middle of the night, middle of the day, while you're at work. Doesn't matter. They take you. You have no right. There is no due process. There are no court hearings. There is also no time duration limit. You are there until they tell you you can leave. You are forced also to take whatever medicine that they give you. Whatever vaccine that they decide is good for you. On that list also includes experimental drugs. They are allowed to experiment with your body to see if something will work. I'm not making this up. This is all listed on the appeal. The worst part is you are not allowed to take a test to prove that you are not even sick. They don't care about test results. If they deem you to be a problem, they just take you out and put you into a quarantine. If you look up on Google, some websites will say, no, it's not a quarantine camp. It's something else. Well, really, uh, what the f would you call it? They announced over this weekend, the appeals court finally got back with the decision after months later and they put it through. Rule 213 is now in place for the entire state of New York. Attorney Bobby Ann Cox is saying there is only one more place they can appeal this. Is the New York State Court of Appeal. That's our last chance. Frankly, I don't know how any judge could have voted that this rule is okay. Maybe they don't think it will happen to them or to their family members or to their friends, but there is no way that this is constitutional by any means. See, it's all just about using a tactic to control your life. There's no, there's no more bigger control of your life than hauling you off to a camp. That's all that it was ever about. For all of those that have refused to admit that you were wrong, for quarantining your healthy family, strapping on masks, pimping vaccines, whoring vaccines, taking vaccines, standing six feet apart, or locking down your churches, you refuse to admit that you're wrong, and you're pretending like you never, ever gave in to any of those things, that's fine. That's fine. You need to repent. You need to say, you know what? I was wrong. Lots of people inside the church need to do that because you've yet to do it. Because here, this is what it's all been about from day one. And now fully in place in the fourth largest state in America, Rule 213, where they can haul you off for any perceived disease whatsoever. Was that, did you just snivel? Here come the COVID cops to haul you off to the COVID game. This isn't, this isn't now tw- three years past. This isn't 2020. This is now in place, just got instituted in place in the entire state of New York. COVID camps can haul you off anytime they want. Let me show you. Here's a bigger picture right here. I'm going more into the border right now. I'm not going, I'm not going more into the border. I'm going wholesale into the border. <laughs> but let me just show you again, this is all one tactic. I mean, it's all one agenda with many tactics. Leverage you into one world commerce system, a single access point, controlled by them. Here's singular access point. ID cards, that's the singular access point. You will have an ID card. Yes, it will morph into Revelation chapter 13, 16, and 17, that it causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and then no one may buy or sell, except they have the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's it. That's the plan. You've got to understand that. You can't comply in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, restrain at the same time. You can't do it. 
You have to restrain now. You don't go buy an EV. Don't I listen? I like what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. It's certainly better now than it was. Definitely not perfect. But I'm not buying any Tesla. That is that is a path. That is a skid greaser to the mark of the beast. To them being able to control how I fuel my car and how I go to work and how I can provide for my family. But see, it's all about it. so when you're talking about open borders. That's one of the tactics to leverage you into a one-world commerce system because people who migrate into a country and they have no heritage connection to that country at all are very easily globally governed, i.e., under the Trump administration, 8,000 illegals were crossing a month. 8,000 illegals crossing a month. Now it's 10,000 illegals are crossing a day. A day, trainloads of them. I don't know if I'll get to all the videos tonight, but trainloads of them. And what's the purpose behind all this? Tony Blair ID cards needed to tackle illegal migrants. So they want everybody to have an ID card. Not just the illegal migrants. You and I have an ID card. Again, that then they'll say, well, now that you have the ID, you already got it. Now we'll make it your vaccine passport, your CBDC, your, your central bank digital currency with a QR code on it, your social credit system, all in one thing. It's just, it'll just be just for convenience now. Yeah. Because Tony Blair, go to the next one for me. Tony Blair also was advocating, uh, oh, sorry, oh, yeah, here, Tony Blair was advocating for basically the same thing under COVID. Play for me, other. I also think this, this issue to do with the technology and the digital infrastructure, I just want to emphasize how important I think that is. Because in the end, you, 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 you need the data. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple, there'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for uh, a pandemic or for, um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure. And many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. One. So there you go. And there, again, it's showing you that it's all one agenda. There he is advocating for biometric health cards, uh, what he calls you know, vaccine cards, proof of vaccinations. But he also wants ID cards for illegal immigrants because it's all the exact same agenda. Yep. It's all the exact same thing. So, again, he's calling for cards. It'll be one card. It'll be a card. Well, you say, well, it was a card for illegal immigration. No, it was a card for... Well, you know what? Since we since we have to have all these cards anyway, nobody, nobody has stipulated that we have to have all these cards except for globalist leftists who want to control your life. But now that we have to have all these cards, they'll say, let's just make it all one giant green card, one giant uh, global health pass, whatever they want to call it. It'll, it'll have your CBDC currency on there. It'll have your vaccine data, all your biometric health information on there, your social credit score, all your credit cards, your digital wallet, all will be on this card. And the only way for you to go to Walmart is with that card. So the only way for you to go to Walmart's with the card, then whoever controls the card controls your life. That's the point of it all. And eventually that card ends up on your forehead and on your right hand. That's the point of everything that you see. You've got to fight against it. I'm not talking about physically fighting. I'm not talking about AR-15s. I'm talking about spiritual warfare. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That's what you've got to do now. You don't just, don't just give in. Don't, and I know that I'm preaching to the choir, 654 people that are on right now. I know that I'm preaching to the choir. 
But you've got to target these people with not violence, target them with prayer. What I mean by that is pray to expose them. Pray for their salvation, certainly. But most, listen, narrows the way if you find it. Most people aren't going to get saved. They aren't. Now, Tom, you shouldn't, as a pastor, you shouldn't say, I'm not saying it. Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 7, 13 and 14. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in there at, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. And few there be that find it. It's the way that it is. Sorry, that's just, that's, that's the Bible. That's what I preach. So you need to pray that these people get exposed. People like Tony Blair, Aaron just said a minute ago, why is it that all of these uh, English politicians like Tony Blair are such cucks? Why are they such spineless little worms, muscleless, just helpless wimps of human beings? I don't know why. That's what time, but you can just see, I showed that a lot of this show tonight was just showing you that it's all one agenda. It literally is one agenda. Tony Blair pushes for cards for vaccines, and slow and behold, he pushes cards for so it, he pushes for cards for the vaccines that he's forcing you to take from the COVID vaccination that he's behind making through gain of function research, tacitly behind, but behind because he's a leftist. So he wants you to have a card for the problem that he's causing there. And then he wants you to have a card for the problem that he's causing for illegal immigration. Also, you can eventually say, you know what? We got all these cards. Let's just put it all together in one giant global health pass. Yeah. That's the point of it all. All right, that's it for tonight. That's good. T- two minutes overtime. I'll keep it shorter than normal. I usually lapse into 10, 15, 20 minutes overtime. <laughs> I'll just do two minutes. Stick around for the post game back here Thursday night. Love all of you. 654 people on. Share with share this with as many people as you can. Almost everybody that's watching, 500 plus, are on Rumble right now. Share with as many people as you can on Rumble. They won't let you share on any, any other platform that I'm not banned on. Currently, I think still banned on YouTube. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah I'm still banned on YouTube. So whatever, just share just share with it as share this uh, share the podcast with as many people as you possibly can. Trying to get to a thousand on Rumble, we're about halfway there. But let we're, help me get there. Help me get there as best you can. Simply by sharing. Pray over the podcast. Pray that more people see it, and let's get it to as many people as we possibly can. Because we're really the only one merging the Book of Revelation with what we're seeing right now. We really are. There's other, I mean, there's other people doing it, but they're not as much into the politics. So they're not as much of the spiritual. We're doing both. That's what we're doing. But love you all back here Thursday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. Stick around for the post game. It's all fresh stuff. Love you. God bless you. If you really want happiness, you want peace, you want joy, if you want victory, you want a great marriage, whatever it is that you want, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. And that comes through salvation. That comes through receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you don't, everything else is a waste of time. Okay, well, we win the presidency. Okay, well, you'll be empty. You will be. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works but God. You can fight it all you want. You can waste your whole life. This isn't even the message yet. This is all for free. You can waste your whole life chasing something else. You can. You're not designed for anything but, but to be the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. You waste your whole life looking for other things. Nothing works. No guy will work. No girl will work. No thing will work. No job will work. No vacation will work. No destination will work. Nothing. You're not designed for it. Again, it's like, it's like running a tractor in a Formula One race. It doesn't work. You can try it. You can be out on the track and participate, but it doesn't work. So I urge you, I urge you, dive into 
Gotham.